0: Welcome to Through the Wire. Through the Wire. Officially, officially the offseason. We got rumors. We got coaching moves. We got a lot of different stuff for today's episode. You know, no days off basically for us. How's everybody doing today?
1: I'm doing good, bro. You know, next season has the potential to be one of the most exciting seasons we've ever experienced in basketball.
0: So, you've been. What makes you say that?
1: Cause we got so much going on. We got the Lakers just wanting to ship. We got the Warriors getting back healthy. We got KD in Brooklyn with Kyrie. Uh we got teams emerging to get healthy and get better. So it's just like even the bad teams, you look at them and say, like, this team is good. Like the Atlanta Hawks. They was a lottery team this year, but you can look at them and say, like, this team is good. The Phoenix Suns were a team that weren't supposed to make the playoffs. They look like a team in a bubble that could potentially make the playoffs. It's a lot that can go on. I agree with them.
2: I agree with them. Um, I also look at the draft and I was talking to one of my guys who do draft work, or not draft work, but he into the draft and we was on his podcast, whatever. And last time we seen some of these college players or these some of these kids was like seven, eight months ago. So like Tyrell Terry, if you watch his footage from when he played at Stanford, he's like a little skinny six two dude. He done put on twenty pounds of muscle, he done group an inch and a half. Yeah, they
0: say grew. So it's smarts. like
2: he like like you gotta understand some like the next time we see these players, they can be tremendously different people. Just the draft, like, idea of itself, like that whole process is gonna be wild because it's like the GM scouts, whoever they're watching footage of like these guys from like almost like seven, eight months ago is, is more than half a year ago. And we know, um, like how fast in that age when you're 18, 19, 20, like you see, you see, we, we have fans. Who will see them and then you might not see them for six months and they might pop up on your timeline and have like a beard now. It's like, damn. So, six, seven months is a long time for like growing, adding muscle, and then just add working on your game. Like, those are college students. So now you put them in a situation where they're working on a game every single day. Or, like,
0: oh, or. Stop. Messing up your jump shot is something we've been seeing kind of uh, recently.
2: I don't know if it's messed up. I mean, it don't make sense. But changing. I
0: don't know. How about changing? Yeah. For the uh, uglier
2: if it still go in it go in, but I don't understand that, that, but I think that's the conversation for when we get into the show. Before we do get into the show though, I want to send big love, big positivity, um, to, uh, Kevin Porter Jr. You know what I'm saying? Big love to my guy. I, I had no idea until, like I said, last night I was on a podcast with my guy and he was like, did you hear? Her? I'm like, ah, what? And then I Googled it and saw it and everything. So, Much love from the basketball community to Kevin Porter Jr. Y'all make sure y'all send y'all love. He said he cool or whatever, Mm -hmm. but we got to, you know, the basketball community is a brother and sisterhood, no matter what team they play for and what, you know, you have against them, we all like this. So love to KPJ.
3: Yeah, spread the positivity, man. A lot of the battles that people face, a lot of times they fight them alone. Like, you know, they kind of deal with them themselves and those are personal battles. Those are probably the toughest ones. So I mean, just spread the love and positivity. But uh, I I want to get back to what you were saying about these. Yeah, I think you can open the show with that. With with that. <laughs> no, but that, I, but definitely what you said is just like these these prospects at a time. But I mean, they they have the same access to what you know what, what we do and the scouts do, and they can see the weaknesses and how they can improve their game. And I'm not gonna say they don't come in with no holes, but if a dude knows that he's struggling his corner shot. I mean, he had a hell of a time to work on that corner shot. You know, so I think this could be a real nice draft class for just teams adding in those, like, not final pieces, but pieces that's going to make them a step closer. I mean, I, one team I just keep looking at, and I feel like they just have so many options of where they can go is that Golden State team, man, because they already finna be competing. Now they have almost the luxury of getting another piece of exactly who they want because, I mean, they, they have the number two pick, and they have Andrew Wiggins. I think they have a lot of, you know, trade value on that team. No, I feel you. I feel you. Uh,
0: and that's that's something we're going to see, and that's one of the topics for today is talking about the top two teams and in, in, in this draft. Uh, the Minnesota Timberwolves said that they were looking to potentially trade that first overall pick for another wing to help Carl Anthony Towns hoop and uh, make it to the playoffs. And I saw some people get upset because they mentioned Carl Anthony Towns and not D'Angelo Russell, where, like, Carl Anthony Towns is up here and D'Angelo Russell is, like, right here. Like, Carl Anthony Towns is this. He's that. That's his team.
1: That's Yeah,
0: that's his team. Uh, that's his team. Um. So, yeah, there's a a lot of things that can happen between, you know, when things really open up because they can't like usually in the NBA season, the day after the NBA finals is wrapped, teams can start making trades and stuff. And that's not really the case this year. Um, You know, they postponed it just a little bit until we get like an official timeline for everything. So I'm sure we're going to see trades. We're going to see a lot of different stuff go down. But right now we're just living for these rumors.
2: Yeah, I wouldn't really expect I I wouldn't uh, have expectations on any trades happening before the actual draft. I think any – it's just the, the the draft is just so up and down that I think a lot of stuff is going to happen, like, right there. So um, the thing about Minnesota is, like, yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't disagree with them trading a pick, but I also wouldn't force the trade because what wing can they really get that's going to be worth, like, the number one pick? Like, there's no wing that's available that you're going to be able to get. And then if you draft, there's not a player that, like – they just have so many holes that you're not going to patch up all these holes with one draft pick. Like, so they just need so much, but I'm definitely interested to see what they do uh, because they came out and talked about how they panicked and they felt like they dropped the ball with the Jared Culver thing, which is crazy to me because he's still so young. So it's like Minnesota, it's going to be funny to see what they do because the way that the, the, the sources of information coming out from over there seems like they could panic and like stumble and fumble. So for I them, hope. they need uh, to
0: make the playoffs next year because they they they, tr- they traded that pick for next season. It was like oh, yeah. there's no incentive to like okay, you know how sometimes teams be halfway through the season they're like okay, let's just let's just try to lose more games for the value of that pick. They don't have that. They gave that to the Warriors. The Warriors got that for fin- I'm not gonna say finesse because D'Angelo Russell went back, but they got that pick in a draft class that from everything I've read, people are looking at that draft class as having like tons of tons of star power. So. They traded that away, and they're like, okay, now we have to win. Rosas and all of them, they came in, made some moves. And, I, I mean, I, I don't i don't know. Like he said, I don't know what the wing is on the market. You know, who? I guess rumors are happening every single day, and maybe a rumor will open up, and that's the one they bounce on. But I feel like there's not a lot to go, you know, to come in for a number one pick.
1: Yeah, I don't really think there's much value for them to try to get a wing. Because I don't really – when you look at all the teams, what teams are really, like, have wings that are expendable for that first overall pick? Nobody. It's not really any outcome. I mean, so. there's
0: not there's not many teams going into next season that are actively looking to be bad. I mean, we're gonna have a few, uh, but most most teams are like we could compete for a playoff spot. That's how I mean that's why I was asking you earlier in the show when uh when you said it could be one of the best seasons ever, you kinda mentioned it, like every team is gonna be out there trying to compete, was a good thing. Obviously every team won't succeed in that. There's only eight teams at each conference that can make the playoffs, but every team, at least to start off the season, is gonna be like, Okay, I think that we have a chance to snag an eight seed at the least.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, like when you look at wings, like especially for Carnegie towns and D'Angelo Russell, like you need three D.
0: You I mean you need that type of guy it. that yeah. they had.
2: But it's like even if you didn't have Covington and you was Iron Covington, are you giving up a first overall pick for Covington? Probably not. Like even in this draft, you're probably not doing that. So it's real confusing. Um, I think that, you know if all fails, you trade down and you draft a wing. Right. Um and, and I mean, that, get something with that, that trade down. worlds
0: where you trade down, you get a good wing, like a good wing, and then you draft somebody as well. You know, so you may not get the wing that's going to fix it all for Anthony Townsend, but you can get a – because right now they don't really have that at all on the roster. James yeah. Johnson's is going to take up that option. Malik Beasley just got into some trouble. You don't know what's going on with him. But other than that, they just don't have wing play at all. So it's just like bringing in anybody of, like, just a starter
3: quality player
0: would significantly increase, like, this team's ceiling.
3: Yeah, I think that's probably the safest option. Just because, like I said, the the being the one piece away for them is probably not just gonna happen. You know, especially with the talent that's out there. But you know, them getting two additional pieces that could probably help them and win some more games. Because right now they have a structure. You know, this is probably besides that Jimmy Butler, Jimmy Butler, Cat, and Andrew is probably the most structure they had in terms of like actually having decent players on this yeah. roster that can kind of mesh together. So I think if you just add if you add two more play, you add more two more solid pieces. And then also one of those pieces is a, a young prospect that can grow with them. I think you could be in a nice chance for at least give you these two years to see what you can do. You know, let's take a step uh, back, though. Let's take a step back. Let's talk about the actual news
0: that happened and then we get into rumors and stuff. Um, the biggest of between these two episodes is the Daryl Morey stepping away as the general manager of the Houston Rockets. Um, that's like really, really big news. So I'm happy to hear everybody opinions on this because I've heard I've heard a lot of different stuff. I mean, it's, there's... Darryl Morey and his ideology is something that a lot of people are either going to love or hate throughout the course of his 14 years as the general manager of the Houston Rockets, and I'm here to hear it all.
1: I've never like, been a fan of the Darryl Morey, Mike D'Antoni system. That's just me personally, just because it seems like it doesn't... It translates to regular season wins. And they're a team that always had championship aspirations, and they always fell short of it. And, you know, honestly, I just think it's a good thing for the Rockets in a way, but it might not help James Harden technically because he's just been stuck with this team that's built around that Daryl Morey, Mike D'Antoni system, and now they kind of just have to figure it out and fix it. So I'm curious to see where that goes because that's really just a big question mark for me.
3: Uh, I mean, I... I like. I think. I think it's a step in the right direction. Just because I think in the time frame that you had with Derrimore and Mike D'Antoni, you had chances to see if it was going to work out, but it just didn't. And they they said they were going to stu- stay true with James Harden, and I mean they they're staying true with it. When he first got to Houston, he there wasn't that that same type of ball that they were playing in these last yeah. few years. It was more of a traditional ball. Remember they had Omer Asik starting for them, so there ain't no way they spacing the floor like they do. So I think you can still play the same way you do. I think James Harden, that's just kind of like the style of gameplay now, right? We, I don't think we're going to see much change of, uh, a Harden's gameplay, except for maybe like a mid range jumper or something like that. But I think it's just, you give your chance another self to be better in the playoffs when it's more of a chess game rather than checkers. I think that the checkers match was perfect for that rocket small ball, but when in the playoff comes, you need to be able to switch it up. I think you got to get back to that.
2: I agree, Mike, but I think the first part of your point says they won't switch it up. You said we won't see much of a different type of play. We, You said you think that that's how they're going to play now. You don't see James Harden switching it up. So how can you – It's so regardless of who's in there, if they're still playing that type of basketball, there is no chess match. It's, it literally is checkers. Uh,
3: I, yeah, I guess you're right. I could say – I would say that – the inflation number is probably you, you're going to see a little bit, a di- little bit difference at Harden, but his actual gameplay of him trying to attack one time, one-on-one like that Kyrie Irving game. set, so I don't think that's going to probably change at all.
2: Well, yeah, if that's not going to change, then I mean, that's the real problem. But uh, as far <laughs> as Daryl Morey, Daryl Morey, you know, it was his, his whole style and, and, and uh, way of, of doing things over there. It was cool. And it was nice to talk about, and it was kind of different. And it, introduce some some new ways to think basketball and everything and I think that's always cool when you can be innovative and and, and add to something that's been uh going on for years now uh, whenever you can come into a game that's been the NBA isn't that old but it's old enough to like when new shit comes it's like oh damn because there's been you know uh, uh some years now where to, to be innovative in a game that has been going on for like decades now it's kind of hard to do so you know it's cool but as far as like um, the ultimate goal to win a championship, I, I just, I don't think that it was ever, you know, and some people, some people have different opinions. I don't think it was ever that realistic for the the, the Rockets. I know, you know, they had the chance with the Warriors and whatnot, but I, I think that style is actually why they didn't make it. Even when it was up three, two is because, you know, you missed 27 straight threes or whatever it was. And then the next year, Kevin Durant goes down. And you can't take advantage of that because you just play a certain way. That's just hard. to. It, it, it's hard to win that way. Um, and then you kind of double down on it because Daryl Morey is one thing, but then you add Mike D'Antoni, which is a whole nother thing, and it's kind of similar. So you're kind of doubling down, and then they they go all in on this small ball thing, and and they both like kind of walk away from the Rockets. And Mike D'Antoni will probably get another job. Uh, Daryl Morey, whether it's this year, next year, he'll probably get another chance to do what he does. And I think if I'm James Harden, I'm requesting a trade because those two guys just left me in a place where – The Rockets can't get that much better in my opinion. Uh, They already weren't a championship contender team. They would have to be, they were like, some people had them as like a sleeper, but we never looked at them was like, they have a legit chance a lot of things would have had to go on perfect for them to make it. And now you look at the roster. They, like I said, they were, they're solely invested in that, that, that last style of basketball. They don't really have a legit center. What are they going to do with Russell Westbrook? He's not like so easily tradable. He's only getting older. And Harden is kind of, you know, like in his prime. So if I'm Harden, I'm looking to get out of there. And if I'm Houston, I'm not mad at that because I want to reset as fast as possible and save ourselves some time. So, you know, Darryl Moore thing was cool, but it's nothing that I, I'm a fan of, to be honest with you. I respect it. It's nice to talk about and go back and forth on analytic this, analytic that. But uh, I, it's, it's not anything that I would build a franchise on. Mm-hmm.
3: There was one defining moment and you guys might remember it too, but it, it was just a moment in the playoffs. And I think the Rocks were going against the Lakers and Austin Rivers who had was wide open, wide open for mid-range jump shot, didn't even look at the rim. He tried to make a pass and turn the ball right over. Right. That that's the type of stuff that you just can't happen. Like you, you need players to be aggressive. You need everybody on the floor to be, you know, aggressive. But, yeah,
1: but at the end of the day, you just gotta go out there and hoop. You can't be out there thinking about the numbers and like where I'm going to shoot from. Like you got to be able to just go out there and just play the ball. Remember when like
3: Melo first, t- first got there and he had to apologize for taking that mid-range jumper? Like yep. see Chris Paul and, or Westbrook too, because he really can't shoot these, but Chris Paul, they were the only guys that really could take those jumpers, but you can't eliminate a, a part of the game from basketball like that.
2: I think that says a lot too. And I think analytics, I think analytics isn't like that. Like a lot of people who are high on analytics, they're not telling you not to, take a mid range. I think that's a misconception is that they're saying don't take it at all. I think mm-hmm. that may have just been a Houston rocket thing.
0: That was, yeah. that was a Houston rocket thing, not an analytic thing for sure.
2: Um, so like that, that, and that's why I was saying I would never run a team like that because I'm, I'm like what y'all saying. I think basketball is a reaction thing. So as good and as informative as analytics can be, because there are positives to it. I just think it's like anything else in basketball. There has to be a, a, a line drawn where we'll use the information as much as we can, but we also have to realize that it's a reaction game. And also we have analytics, right? But our opponents do too. So if Mike is my analytic guy on my team and he's telling me, "Pete, man, the left side of the floor, you get money on that side. Well, if he has that information, our opponents, D Mills and KB have the same thing. So D Mills is telling Kenny, when you go RP, his left side, is where he really gets in his bag. So uh, he's probably going to take away my left side. So I have to be a basketball player and, and and react to what's given. That's basketball. Like, basketball is one of the most simplest sports, and I think at times analytics and numbers and all of that can complicate the game. It's very simple. You take what's being given, right? So if Contrero knows that my left, going to my left is where like, he's going to take that away. So I can't, like, just force a dumbass shot on the left or just – Stage on And I think that's what happened with the Rockets. They were a little bit too into it. When, like, yeah, if you can get a, a corner shot that's like P.J. Tucker's bread and butter, man, let's get it. But when that's taken away, we have to have a plan C and B. And I think that's why the Lakers won a championship is because they had a roster that kind of put them in a position to play every type of basketball. They can go small. They can go really big. They can. They can make enough threes. (laughs) (laughs) They made enough to win. And then you have your two caliber players that you can lean on during certain times. But I think, you know, it's a copycat league. So maybe teams will start, you know, trying to do that type of style. And like, let's just because I think that's just the best, right? Like put together a roster that's going to cover all type of things. So if we play against a speedy team, we can go small. If we play against a bigger team, we can go big. You know what I mean? I I think that's how
0: most teams run it. You would oh, want them A to. lot of teams don't just fall into one thing. Houston, The Houston Rockets fall into that one thing. They're like the only team. There's no other team that really That's has ever done anything like that.
2: But I don't think a lot of teams have as did it as well as the Lakers. I mean, every team might try to do that, but trying ain't good enough. The Lakers really nailed it, in my opinion. And I think part of it is because they do have a unicorn and Anthony Davis. But there's a lot of teams that have that, like the Mavericks. The Mavericks have a Przingis who can play four or five. They have a Maxi Kleber who can come in. He was guarding. Kawhi. Like, a lot of teams have those things. You know, yeah, I think it's just about having as many tools in the toolbox as you can and, and perfecting it. Mm-hmm. And I, that's uh,
0: what- I, I I disagree with a lot of stuff y'all said, which is a good thing, right? Disagreements are fun for shows. I think Darren Moore was great for, for his position. I'm actually very surprised that he decided that he didn't want to do it anymore. Um, I, what was I'm, great? You said what was great? Yeah. He's been there for 14 years and never had a losing record. Um I think He's, James Harden made the playoff every time, right? Every, they made the playoffs every single time since he. Hard. Like that James Harden trade is ridiculous. Like go back and we go back and remember the things that they gave away. There's no like nobody no, that's, saw
2: that's that's a good trade, yeah.
0: No, that's a really good trade. I mean, you're talking about a guy that's top 5 in his position and probably going to end up like top 3, right? They they got that for a pick that turned out to be Stephen Adams, I think Kevin Martin. I don't and Jeremy Lamb. I think that's those were the Kevin pieces Maxis that they got. So he makes that trade, which is great. And, um, like, the, the game of basketball we know that is aesthetically pleasing, the moving off ball – well, I mean, it eventually it got to the point where everybody just stood around. But, like, the moving off ball and hitting threes, it was two things played a major part in that. Of course, Steph Curry – and then the analytics that Daryl Morey brought to the NBA, like those things are super important. So he's a front runner. That's one. That's one of the reasons I've always been a fan of him. I did not like the small, super small ball thing. I think that was stupid. But I like the fact that he has continuously tried to move the needle and try to revolutionize the game. And I think there's there's value in just being consistently good. Like we talk about the time where they missed 27 threes. That was a, a statistical anomaly. That like that'll never happen in a game of basketball again. But they were still that close to winning a championship. If you look that's at like the that's sports, all it has. No, happened. no, no. I'm, I'm, I understand. I Understand. All it what has I, happened it's just one time. But what I'm saying is what I'm saying is that like. Throughout his course of the general manager of the Houston Rockets, they've consistently been very good. The last seven times they've been eliminated in the championship, five of those times they got eliminated by the team that went on to win it. When the Golden State Warriors are putting together this super team, most teams are like, you know what, we're going to let them do this until KD's contract is up. We're going to get our future assets. Daryl Moore is like, no, I have a guy that is an all-time great on my team right now. I'm not about to sit back for two years and let the Warriors do a thing. We're going to be the team to compete with the Warriors, and they did that every time they played against each other. They were one game away, Chris Paul goes down. Okay, the other one is unexcusable. When Kevin Durant goes down, that's a series they should win. But other than that, every time they lost to the Spurs on their championship run, they lost to the Lakers this year, and again, I mean, this year is just a weird and like weird thing because they went with that lineup, but they have consistently been a team that is able to compete on the higher levels. And if Chris Paul doesn't go down, I don't want to live in a world of hypotheticals and this and that. But if, honestly, we can all agree. If Chris Paul does not go down, they close out that series. Right.
2: I, I would hope so. I would root yeah. for them to do it. But I mean, looking at that next, that next year, I mean, I, I can't, it's only so much trust I can put in them with the ifs and whatevers Cause
0: I want to get another thing. Um, the Chris Paul trade, right? The Chris Paul for Russell Westbrook, we can all agree that turned out to be a bad trade. Chris Paul fit better with James Harden than, than Russell Westbrook, but that wasn't Daryl Morey's call. That was that was Tillman Fertitta. Did y'all see the reports about Tillman Fertitta said, told him trade Chris Paul because that is the worst contract I have ever seen in the history of any sports.
3: Yeah, Daryl Morey
0: was a Chris Paul guy and it was him and it was James Harden. James mm-hmm. Harden and Chris Paul didn't get along off the court, so... He, he told James Harden, okay, we have to trade Chris Paul. Who would you rather, who would you want us to go out to get? He's friend, He's friends with Russell Westbrook. Like, as much as we want to say, like, this team's, the, the reason why they had to go super small is because they had Russell Westbrook, right? Because Russell Westbrook is not being as effective when Click Pella on the floor. The analytics say that we don't need Click Capella no more. So they get rid of him to open up the game. And what happened to Russell Westbrook? He start averaging like 30 points per game again. You know, but that they shouldn't have had Russell Westbrook in that mark, but it was Tillman Fertitta and it was James Harden that made Daryl Moore pull off that trade.
3: Right. I mean, I, I agree with you. In the times that he he was there for the Rockets, I, I liked a lot of those Rockets team, you know, from the Kevin Martin even, to the team. Are,
0: even before the James right. Harden trade. Right? those yeah. teams are fun. They
3: had, yeah, they had nice teams. I'm just saying the way that they are now, like they they had their, they had their times. And unfortunately it was to some of those teams that ended up winning it all. But it's just like moving on, this team is not going to win like that. It, it, it yeah. just looks like that. So that's I why agree Mike. i agree with to move on.
2: I think he was, I, no, I, nobody said he was terrible. I think he was good, but I don't give him great. Because at the end of the day, the, the goal for them was to win a championship. And yeah, he was they they won and they was doing their thing. And after after you make the playoffs certain a certain amount of times, there's no like reward for that. Like that's like, okay, you did that. Now let's take it to the next level. In the last few years, they were championship aspirations and they failed. And yeah, they lost to the same teams that won a championship, but they lost for a reason because they weren't well put together. In my opinion, like the roster structure, I like their rosters. Even before I think the game plan, they got,
0: fucked up, but the roster construction has been I, great. I,
2: I think I'm, they I'll, lost. I'm talking about had Chris Paul, but like, I like the team where they had the white Howard Chandler Parsons, and the Kevin uh, James Harden. Like I was a big fan of that team, even though the game is going different, but, even then ain't that the team where Damian
0: they Lillard? Lost the, they lost to the Warriors. Ass Warriors. on
2: a game the, winner. The
0: year before they lost to Damian Lillard in the first round, then they lost to the Warriors in this in this uh second round of the year after.
2: And then yeah, then they kept like trying to compete with the Warriors and put out things, we're going to be here to beat them, we're going to be the ones and I, like when you talk that talk, it's, you got to live up to it and they and they just didn't. And I know we can talk about what ifs and hypotheticals with Chris Paul and all that is good, but we also live in a reality where the next year they have the same exact chance. And not only did they have that chance at 2 2, Kevin Durant goes down in game five. You lose that, you go to Houston to force a game seven, and then you drop the ball on that one. And then the very next year, you double down on the small ball shit that gave you absolutely no chance. I don't like I, I it's it's it it was good. It, it was good for sure. But great, it cannot be great for me. I I'm not giving it great. I cannot. That's fine. That's fine. Good, I would say that Daryl Morey is I'm top five break.
0: at his at his job in the NBA. He was what? He's been top five at his job as a general manager
3: in the NBA. I mean, I, you can argue that. Like I said, they've been they've I mean, been making the top out-
2: 5 Don't really mean uh, shit because it's been dominated by the Warriors. It's a big ass gap.
0: But Bob we can, we can we can, like, we can, we can, we can, look at things more than just like championship building, building teams. We can look at it that way. Obviously, nobody's fucking with with Bob Myers and the Warriors. Like they've been consistently great for for over half a decade now. But we right. can look at we can look at a team orchestration and be like, Vladdy Divas is fucking terrible as a general manager. Like we can do no, that. No, we can. Everybody here is saying Darren Moyer was good. No, no, I know, I know. know. We just we're just, not, we're just not going
2: to hear. I'm not going to just tell them some shit just to say it. Like it was good. But at the end of the day. Guys was winning championships. They had championship aspirations. Taking the Rockets from what they were to where they got to, that that part of it you can you can even I would say that part was great. Like to go get James Harden and put them in a situation to where they did have a championship aspirations. Good job. But the last few years, the most important part, which is why he's not there anymore, was to win a championship, and they didn't deliver that. But but they, they, they didn't I mean, even test the finals. So I mean. You the reason
0: know the reason he's not there anymore is because he didn't want to be there anymore. Right, he was fired. They, they don't have
2: a championship. He, if he he no, 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 no. I don't. That's that's not, not it left. either, though. It's he I don't, don't think it's that left. I don't think, think it's that either, though. Think I don't. If if the Houston Rockets had just made the finals and lost, you think he would have still left? No. Right.
0: But it's I mean, only it's, so much better
2: that that team can get.
0: Under, but no, you're one hundred percent right. There's there's a ceiling for the team, and it has been a ceiling for the team. But what only thing I'm trying to say is that like. I don't think they're them not making the finals or or whatever is not is the reason he stepped down. That's all I'm saying.
2: He, I know he stepped down because they wasn't about to win a champion. It's only so much they can get better. I would, I don't blame him because it's a, the same reason why I'm saying James Harden should request a trade. If that man could win a championship with that there, team,
0: there is a there. a there is an absolute ceiling right now. It's, they don't have draft picks. They have yeah. they don't so have. I would have did
2: the same thing. Um, and if the owner is talk, talking about that, owner is absolutely man, shit. Come on, I'm on. I'm out. What yeah. am I
0: here for? I feel, like, I feel like a lot of teams would, like, the one thing I keep thinking about is, like, the Sacramento Kings, right? They already hired their general manager. If they would have knew that Darrell Moore is going to be on the market, they wouldn't have hired their general manager. Because like, one thing we can't say is Darrell Moore can put together a team to make the playoffs. And the Sacramento Kings, they made the playoffs since I would like so him we ran there. diapers.
2: I would like him there. De'Aaron Fox, Buddy Hill—he may be able to fix that little situation. I'm glad me, my Knicks did what they did because I wouldn't want him in no, no nowhere close to the Knicks shit. <laughs> but he—I could see him with the Kings. That Kings could have—you know—like they could do some things. But it, I, I want—he's definitely going to get another chance, and I want to see what he does with another. It's, it's to about hope. if
0: he wants to.
2: Hopefully, you know? he—and if he does, hopefully he learns from the shit that he did because some of that shit was ass and like as good as he did his job, some of that shit was just so. But you know,
0: you know, if he was with the Kings, he not running that same stuff because he don't have a generational star like James Harden, you know. So I, 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 I hope he does get another spot to see if he, to see how he adapts to like what yeah. he's given. Because I mean, that's one thing he has done right before the the James Harden trade. They were a, they were a team that adapted. Like they never lost more games than they won in a season. It's all about a team There's of like contract- fat Laurie. What'd you say? He gave Jeremy Lane that contract. Say it again? Was he the one that gave Jeremy yeah, Lane yeah, yeah. contract? Yeah. He's hit, he's hit, he's missed. Like the Eric Eric Gordon extension from like last year. Ridiculous. There's no reason Eric Gordon should be making $18 million a year. But the <laughs> I am just confused with this owner. tell me for Tita bought the team, what was that, like two years ago, three years ago? Um, and he's been he's been a guy that's like hands on. You know, a lot, of, a lot of the greater owners in the league are not hands-on, right? Think like
2: hire you to do your job unless let you do your job.
0: Exactly. That's <laughs> that's like th- think about hands-on owners. We have Dolan, we have Tillman, Fertitta. Like, th- there's not going to be hands-on owners that you're like, okay, that guy's great. Yeah. Because people people should know what they're specializing. in. That's why you hire a general manager. Um,
2: that's and, why it, I like the guys we got now because they're not going for that shit with James Dolan. But yeah, yeah. This, this is my thing. Guy, like, correct me if I'm wrong, the Houston Rockets extended James Harden, right? I mean, uh, Chris Paul, right? Correct. Yeah. How can that be the worst contract if you gave it to him?
0: <laughs> well, I, but you remember, uh, when they were What's in a position where, like, either they give him this contract or they got nothing. He just walks. Right. right.
3: That so, was like, Chris they were, Paul, basically. They
0: were in a corner, and Chris Paul is the, the leader of the, what is that, the Players they Association? So <laughs>
3: He's like you. Oh, definitely. One. But like, you still had to give him that contract. Yeah, you still so. had to give it yeah. to him.
2: You we were part of that. So I, I just hate that idea of like now it's like oh that was the worst contract. Like if you because remember his words was that's the worst contract in the history of sports. In, in history of sports. Mm-hmm. So you don't think that over the two-year period, because Chris Paul played real well with the Rockets. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you think that, that means you thought that when you gave it to him. I think, I think what also
0: not- goes into it is the fact that Chris Paul hadn't been able to stay healthy for an entire season, plus postseason. So, you put together this agent point guard who's on the biggest contract in the league, who can't stay healthy. All of those together would look like one of the worst contracts ever, mm-hmm. right? So, they but traded on away way for a guy with another bad contract who had... Injury problems this year when he came to Houston while the other guy went out and played a full season plus. So it's just like, I don't
2: know. Yeah, I'd rather, i rather have just not given him the money and we have all it because they gave him $40 million. So exactly. you think about it, you have this generational star like we're talking about with James Harden. Now, I don't care what people say about James Harden. James Harden is, is a Hall of Famer, one of the best scores that we've ever seen, whether you like how he scores or not. Credit is credit and facts is facts.
0: You, if we have 40 think about the but they, they they didn't they didn't have 40 million dollars in cap they have 40 million dollars oh, right. to give to Chris Paul right right that was right, it. yeah right. so like if Chris yeah. Paul left they didn't have any money like they had to sign a point guard for 4 million dollars type stuff and then yeah. think about that
3: that's a player that you really only paying for for the playoffs cuz they was making the playoffs every every year without him, or like prior Chris Paul Mm-hmm. They just needed him for that that final stretch in the playoffs, so they can get over that hump. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, yeah. like the one year he got hurt, and then they just couldn't pull that it. That was their second. best odds at the end yeah. of the day. Yeah. And, and if he and if they actually get over the hump, they wouldn't look
1: at it and say it's the worst. Exactly. Comeback. They right.
0: wouldn't. Not, not that matters if you win a championship.
1: Yeah. Right. I After I that matters. Mori is
0: yeah. like the he is like. Um, the LeBron James of GMing. Now, I'm not saying he's the GOAT, but y'all know how, like, LeBron James comes to a team. He expects his team to trade all their draft picks, get all the young players out of here. That's like the Mori have been doing that, too. And because of that, I mean, the next guy at this general manager job will have trouble to, like, build. A, like, right now, even when they keep the same team, nothing changes. They are a playoff team. Every year, they will make the playoffs because they have James Harden. They have Russell Westbrook. And these players are good enough to make the playoffs. But there's a ceiling. And the new general manager has to figure out how the hell do you get to the point where either either you're hitting the reset or you build a better team for for James Harden. And with
3: and no it's, assets, it's impossible. That we, reset, that reset sounds sweet.
0: You bring me
2: in today, and James Harden becomes available. <laughs> the minute I get the job, damn, they're at the podium. Not going to do it at the podium because I don't want to disrespect James Harden. But like, we're re- you talk about the draft class next year, like Kate Cunningham. Will probably be goal number one in this class. Like, so I'm resetting now, immediately, because you're talking about talent in next year's draft that is that good, and we can get in get in a, the, the, the the conversation to go get that fresh off getting James Harden. We can go and get a a K Cunningham potentially and just blow it up on his assets. And you look around the league at what Paul George got the Thunder. You look at what Anthony Davis, uh, uh that the Pelicans got for him. And now I have James Harden. Oh my gosh. I'm, I'm about to I'm about to highway rob somebody. You know what I mean? Like James Harden is 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 an incredible basketball. The only thing about James Harden is kind of like Darren Morey. Where like I see what James Harden has done, but I I don't know if he's just stuck on that type of basketball because I haven't seen anything in like six years. So same thing with Darren Morey. Like, all I know from Darren Morey is what he did with the Rockets. He could go to the Kings and be on some whole different shit, and his shit could work. It would be great for them. Maybe We don't know, because all I know is the Rockets. So all I know from James Harden is the past six, seven years, where it's, everybody's staying and we dribble. I don't know what it's like for him to be in, like, a regular offense anymore. Mm-hmm. So, you know, because if you look around, just hypothetical. I bet it would be, be great
0: a- if he was in a normal offense. I thought I bet he – probably be even better. He, Maybe not statistically, of, but like overall you'd yeah. be better. Yeah. And that's
3: why
2: I said you yeah, think so, but if once a player becomes accustomed to some things, it's kinda like right, Like yeah, right. Like, like there's Kevin clips Love. of
0: him, how he how he plays when he doesn't have the ball. And it's hard gonna, to switch yeah that. Yeah. And yeah.
2: And like Kevin Love. Kevin Love, like I I thought when Kyrie and Braun left, Kevin Love is kinda gonna get back to some Minnesota type, you know, thing, but he's just a perimeter shooter. He's just like I'm not getting back down there. <laughs>
0: the analytics bro
3: it ain't even no reason for him to play that hard in Cleveland, man. He's gonna do all that not to make the playoff. The higher
2: his stock was, the better he'd been able to play for a contender. Right. Get his ass out of, that. Get
3: that <laughs> out of Cleveland. The teams I that mean, play him already know what they what they're gonna get from Kevin Love. I would've
2: yeah, I would've definitely, i, I would definitely hit the hard reset. Um because there, like we're saying, like it's only even if you trade Russell Westbrook, if you find a team that wants him, you it's gonna be like. What they call it, pennies on a dollar. You like, you're not gonna get somebody back that's going. So it's a ceiling. Regardless. Well, well, let's
0: talk about the Russell Westbrook stuff because there are some teams associated with him in rumors.
2: <laughs> that shit is stupid. Like <laughs> Russell Westbrook will not be a Nick. The but, but okay,
0: did you in. read the did you read the article? I thought that. Nah, no, you fun. know,
2: anytime like a person's name, it automatically goes in my mind. So before before
0: the team. trade from OKC to Houston, um uh, Russell Westbrook had put the Knicks on his list of teams he would like to play for. So he can eventually get there. He'd be the man. he be exactly. the man in New York. He might get
3: there. I think that's what Russell at like his best, though. And and now I do what I want. Best, but I don't think that's in terms of winning, but that's what Russell is at his best, but he can just do whatever he wants. And y'all won't need to give up too
0: much form. I think it's a win-win for the New York Knicks. We don't even
3: have anything in the Rockets. Ex- exactly.
0: Well, he
2: has flexibility. Yeah. We don't have the same people that we had in the office. So, the people who write these articles and start these rumors, they got to remember that like we're not doing that.
0: Also, another point guard that's been associated with the Knicks is Chris Paul. Yep. And then with the Chris Paul stuff, Carmelo said he might Carmelo. come back.
2: Yeah, they
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> But the guy that reported it hasn't reported shit correctly in years for New York, if we being honest. Um. But I mean, that's understandable. I like I wouldn't I wouldn't mind it. Sure. I mean,
0: Melo going not- back to twenty five shots a game, bro.
2: Hell, no. that he last, last game in the, <laughs> of the, the last yeah.
3: game in the playoffs, he would look at like a little bit over the prime Melo. <laughs>
2: Y'all got Thibodeau, damn.
1: Y'all got Thibodeau, so just because Melo just looks so good. It's like the third option to for him to go to New York and be like second. He might it be would- third again. Yeah,
0: RJ and Chris Paul. And
2: it's like to get Chris Paul is like they. Like they want a first round pick. I think he's he's more suitable to go to the Lakers. If we being honest, how? Because
0: how, how the hell that Lakers put? Yes, yeah. that is something I, I see. I don't know what is. How is it possible? I don't Money think it, was, I
1: don't, I don't think it is. I don't think, I don't
3: think it is possible.
2: One of the one of the Lakers writers came up and showed how it was possible. It was a no, lot.
3: No, the reasons I seen that like they could pull out the, it was like LeBron gonna get it done. LeBron gonna get it done. Like LeBron finna reach into his own pocket or something.
2: Well, no, that's you looking at fucking the fans. I'm talking about real experts that put the shit together. It was a Laker writer.
0: Okay, here it is. Here it is. The, it the Lakers a- would have to send out $33 million in salary cap to acquire Chris Paul.
2: So Danny Green is automatically in. Da- Danny Green. Avery Bradley. Avery Bradley,
0: Avery Bradley JaVale, Cal, Cal. Kuzma, Quinn Cook, Alan Caruso, and the pick that y'all have. What is the? I mean, yes, Chris Paul is great and everything, but like, what is the point? Man, I would give I'm all of that. Half
2: half I half would. give Caruso, wouldn't give up Caruso though. Wouldn't
0: give up. I don't think you really have a choice.
1: Yeah,
0: that's yeah, like I half our team right there. That's more than half y'all team. That is one, two, three, four, five. That is five rotational players. And, and,
1: two, and Caruso was actually an emerging one. He's like that's curious.
2: why they, they wouldn't give up Caruso, but I could see them giving up everything else. I could but see no, them But no, but
0: like up. no, financially, they need to give up Caruso to make it possible. It's not like you can substitute him. They financially need to give up his 2.7.5 275. Well,
2: we don't know. Well, what if KCP,
0: Rondo, or Dwight leave? That's already included. That they opt, they opted out. <laughs> they still damn. need to free up. Damn, that.
3: damn, yeah. That's that might be a no go. <laughs> that's a no go.
0: That's the whole there's literally the whole roster would be changed for you to get Chris Paul. you just won a, a championship am. Like, I, you know, it's kind of,
3: and we look at like, we could repeat like pretty, pretty damn good. Like we got a good chance. I think like so? we got a good chance. Oh, yeah,
1: I think you have a chance, but what is, what is a good really chance good. to you. Yeah. Cause he said it's looking like, like
0: percentages. What is a good chance
3: to you? I say we have a 35%, 35% chance. To if really? everybody is, if everybody's below, like somebody else has 25, Some, I think we have one of the highest chances. Yeah.
0: Okay, I mean you got LeBron and Anthony Davis. I can't tell you you're wrong. Y'all just yeah. did it one time, but the number two <laughs> is way harder than number one. Is all I'm saying.
3: Oh no doubt. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, that goes especially, especially
0: considering all the teams coming back. Like it's. Yeah, I you know, already know that go yeah. to
3: safety is gonna be ridiculous, man. Yeah. But oh yeah, that thing Clay they have been waiting the hoop, man. They've been waiting the hoop, bro.
0: Yeah,
2: but
3: wait
0: I mean, no. In this, they're talking about signing trades for KCP to make him the go. link.
2: I'm looking up says Caruso or the 28th pick because the 28th pick is. What do you want? What do you read? What he's going to sign for. I'm on Yahoo Sports. All right, let me find Yahoo Sports.
0: He
2: said the Lakers must send out at least $33 million. Dollars salary. A, package that will get, a package that will get there is Danny Green, Avery Bradley, JaVale McGee, Kyle Coos, McQuinn Cook, Alex Caruso, or the 28th overall pick. Bradley and McGee have player options. They must opt in before getting traded. It's far from guaranteed they both opt in. Cook's salary is just $1 man guaranteed until two days before the official season turns over. The Lakers would have to fully guarantee his contract to keep him rostered and tradable. The 28-pick salary counts only once he signs and can be traded only 30 days after signing. So that would be the whole thing is a 30-day grace period for that. But, you know, they always do the handshake, it's going to happen type thing. Uh, the Lakers okay. can also sign and trade caldwell Pope to increase outgoing salary he wouldn't even have to go to Oklahoma City. If he's leaving the Lakers, he will become part of this trade and wind up anywhere. His agent, Rich Paul, has an interest in making it happen. If Caldwell Pope's t- new team lacks cap space to sign him outright, this arrangement could even could help everyone. Um, if Caldwell Pope's new team could just sign him directly, that team would need compensation for his trouble. The Thunder so, okay, would so definitely think, thinking be Thinking
0: about this, from the Thunder aspect, obviously you, you would probably want a third team because none of this is valuable for a team like OKC that's that's trying yeah, to Yeah, they just want Kuzma and 28. You think the that's you saying that OKC wants? Yeah, like
2: I don't think Green doesn't really he's not pushing the bar for that. Would you
0: rather have Kuzma and 28 or Dante DiVincenzo?
2: Kuzma and 28. Really? Yeah. I think think Kuzma can hoop when when the handcuffs are off. It's hard for him to hoop with Anthony Davis and LeBron. I think I would much rather him be in a a, a nucleus with like Shay, um, Darius Baisley, and then the few you know, it's pushing towards the youth thing. Dante DiVincenzo, I like Dante, but where is he like what is he doing there?
0: Hooping?
2: Yeah, I mean he, they could he's use, hoping, the but is he's your is he your point guard? Is he your starting point guard?
0: Mm-hmm. Probably, Probably two. two. Probably two or three guard. I mean they're they, they gonna on got the three guard lineup regardless.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I would just I I would want Kuzma. I feel like Kuzma in the right situation where he can just be free and play basketball. I think he he does. Like we saw before this team got here. I think we saw flashes of what Kuzma can be. But then you kind of put him in a situation where he has to figure out who he is and what his shots are going to be limited with LeBron and AD and all of that. I think you put him in a situation to where he's not hitting his full development. But you go to OKC. And the cuffs are off. You know what I mean? They're just out there literally just hooping. And I think he can flourish there.
3: Laker fan, what, what do you think about having to give up all of this for Chris Paul? It's just not worth it, man. It's not worth it. I, that Like, I, I don't even know what our roster would be at that point. Like, when, when we were talking about literally having, like, the three superstar roster, like, it was – I could see it with Kawhi Leonard remember, or Clayton. I can't see it with Chris Paul. And that's no knock on Chris Paul because I, I know how good he is. But – it's just it's just not needed we don't need we just have to we're give up average. so much yeah we're giving up a whole a whole roster almost who you <laughs> even even just Paul no we don't need Chris Paul
2: no I mean I feel you' on that I feel you on that but it's something there where the Lakers I don't know if they feel like they need him or
3: if I feel, if that trade went through, I, I legit feel like they would if the Lakers would need to rest, like it would be the CP3 and AD game. Now you got the LeBron and AD, like they would have to rest probably their starter or oh, their starter. I, the I think it's more so like
1: 30. how KB said, like the second championship is tougher. So they mm-hmm. feel like if they get that set that third star in there, it'll mm-hmm. put them over the top to where it. it'll be a little bit easier for them to actually compete for that. Oh, that goes without that. that that's a and, fact. And yeah,
0: when you, when you think about all, there's going to be more options to go against this year, too. So you yeah. just want to keep getting better and better. Cause this yeah. this same roster chances of repeating. Mike said thirty five percent. I don't know if it's at thirty five percent. It's gonna be harder. Yeah. No, no, without a
2: doubt. Because the Warriors are going. They, the teams that are coming back. Not only are they coming back, but they're coming back hungry and fresh. They about to, they they
0: about and to and be fresh. going yeah. crazy. Yeah, like I'm
2: thinking. I'm, think, I'm I'm thinking. Steph is gonna come with a chip and MVP mm-hmm. type mindset. Same thing with Durant. Like guys got things to prove. It ain't like oh we just coming back. We was hurt. Yeah. Like they coming yeah. back with like
3: yeah. things to prove. And even as a Lakers fan, like I, I know like. The, we we went through that finals pretty easy, but that Heat team they weren't no like top team that you probably usually see in the finals. Yeah, no, there was no right? star
1: power in that finals. Yeah, next yeah, year like probably. like a lot of those teams we team. just talked about,
2: they gonna be better than the Miami Heat. <laughs> 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 the Heat.
1: The
0: Heat gonna be better too, so you know they'll yeah. be back. They'll be back in contention. Be back I in hope contention.
2: so. I can't wait to see how the Heat how the Heat uh, off pans out. They um, could be better. or They could be worse.
0: We got more front office talk
1: too.
2: Would y'all? Would y'all would y'all put money on the Heat being as good as
0: they were or below? Well, uh, below, I, think
1: they're, be I, don't the I, I think, think they're gonna be better. make them finals
3: again?
0: I think they'll be a better team, but it's gonna be more competition, so they may not make the
3: finals. Yeah, I think they're just the youth that they have is gonna develop over the you know over this course of this offseason They're gonna be better next season too. It's gonna and push apparently,
0: them. Apparently, they're adding Giannis next offseason too. So I'm,
2: I hate. I don't understand why three or five fans want that. Like that shit is gonna no. That is disgusting on paper. I
0: understand why they wanted Giannis. Bam, top, Giannis, top, Jimmy Butler? Ugh.
2: Oh. Sheesh, unless, giving, unless you don't want Bam no more. But. I don't.
0: I, I was trying to read the article, and I don't understand the cap situation, but the reason why they're not extending Bam this offseason is so they have the money to potentially – Right, the they Giannis. have the
2: same age as well and all that. Mm. But on paper, Bam, Giannis, and Jimmy Butler, just
0: no. I, I believe it would be able to work with the right coaching and the right system. And they got they got one of the greater coaches. I'm sure they they make it's it so work. Times we have the conversation so many times we stop
2: trying to put names together and put basketball, and yet they would fall for that again. So whatever though. Again, yeah, because we keep seeing teams just try to put. Hey, oh, I, I thought you, you, you said they again. I thought you meant oh, the Heat. I thought you meant. No, again. no, no. I'm just saying in general, like we see so many times, it's like let's just put. Names all star, all star, superstar, put them all together. It's gonna work, and then it fails. And then everybody, like, see this Why you gotta make sure it can fit? And then you see another team, like, hey,
3: do we know that they would they keep Bam if they make that happen? If they literally, I I would see Giannis just playing center for them, play the Bam role, right? If Bam, if they have to give her the Bam to make right, it
2: was like, unless you're giving like, if you're trying to keep them, I don't, I don't like it. But if you're gonna like not keep Bam, then yeah, put his ass at five. Milwaukee needs to do that.
0: Giannis at five is would be ridiculous.
2: Put his ass at five in the playoffs. Like Especially you don't
0: want five that Bam plays too. Yeah. Yeah. You don't
2: Giannis want him to a- do all that banging and muscle hustle hustle and like the regular season? Fine. You got Brooke Lopez. But like when it gets playoff time, like put him out there where he's the five and you're probably gonna be better than what you were have been. My opinion. But what were
0: you saying? Other GM stuff, KB? Front office stuff. Talu Uh five year deal to become the head coach of the Los Angeles Clippers, you know, he's was on. he been on the coaching staff, uh, but now he is the head coach. I personally don't really have an opinion. I was going to say congratulations. I don't know if Ty Lue is a good coach or average yeah. coach or back. I, I literally don't know. Um, he's, a, he's a fan. I mean, he's a he's a player coach, which I think may be the reason why they promoted him because they need some stability in the locker room. But I don't – I guess just, hey. for me, I'm just going to have to wait and see.
3: The article, the article I read said that he was a more defensive – he had better adjustments than Doc Rivers. So I guess that was that was the intel on that. But I, I said the same thing. I was like, "Is he really that much better of a coach than Doc Rivers?" I'm like, giving that
2: him the benefit I'm gonna say I'm gonna just give him benefit. Not that he's better than Doc, but I'm gonna label him as a good coach because I mean, a, a, a lot of other coaches get the label and they was in the same situation. Like it's like fucking Steve Kerr. He has the Warriors, but nobody's questioning like if Steve Kerr is a good coach. I know he's been more, he's had more seasons, but. Tyron Lue made the, the the finals every year, even when they had those Bogus rosters with the Cavs. He was making the finals and putting up a fight, so he had something has to be good there. Like some, yeah. we have to give him some type of credit. We're not just going to be like, oh, I
1: mean, girl, I think it's kind of
2: the LeBron effect as well. But how many coaches can we say has the effect? Because like, you, a lot of coaches have these players like LeBron. Like, like yeah, I'm saying, like how, how, how guy much
1: how much coaching does it really take to? Have- lead a LeBron team to the finals when all you really have to do is give him the ball and tell the other dudes shoot threes and play yeah. defense. How That's much
2: did it take from Steve Kerr to have that? We saw Steve Kerr left and Yeah, but we see the Warriors back. with like yeah, a
1: legit back. system. And then like they have ball movement play. How movement much of a system fight. do
2: you have to have when you have Steph Curry, Clay Thompson and Kevin
1: Durant? That's a system in his yeah, damn but they did before Kevin Durant got there. Huh? They did that before Kevin Durant got there. They literally ran the same system with Katie. E- exactly. There. But you throw him in there and what
3: the hell? And I see what they do have that system, but yeah, I I feel like I could damn near lead a team with fucking KD, Steph and Klay Thompson to I the, to the final. I,
0: I don't think you're giving a credit to coaches. Okay. So I it may, coaches
3: I, I'm exaggerating, but you get what I mean. Like it doesn't take the brightest coach. Luke Walden did ever. well, Luke Walden yeah. did very well. <laughs> Remember well, it's, it's <laughs> also, so it's, yeah. it's
0: player management, it's rotations, mm-hmm. you know, and that's one of the reasons Doc got fired because of his rotations. You know, yeah. so I, it, it goes – it's a lot that goes into it. I understand what Pierre saying, but I understand what Derek is saying, too.
1: It's a real test with Tyron Lucas. This is a team that needs coaching. It's not like with the Cavs where he just let LeBron do everything. You have to actually, like, coach this team. Even though they do have Kawhi and Paul George, you still see, even with Doc Rivers, a Hall of Fame coach,
3: that they need coaching. Yeah, that's true. I mean – that even with that, that's why I was never really like that upset with that Frank Vogel because I mean, offensively, you don't really need much for your LeBron and AD, but I mean, we see the defense, you, you can use that, especially in the playoffs. That's and you a great talk.
2: point, Mike. So what would you say about Frank Vogel, Derek, with LeBron now? Do you feel like that was just LeBron and Anthony Davis or you think Frank Vogel gets any credit for that at all?
1: No, he did because he, he had good rotational decisions where he adjusted to what was going on, how he took, how he put Marquis in the starting lineup when they were playing the Rockets mm-hmm. and then he played big against the Nuggets. So like he did certain things where you could be like, "Okay, he seasoned, he adjusted to what they were actually." And doing. you don't think Tyron Lue did any of that when they came back from
2: 3-1. You think they just rolled the ball out there and he they just LeBron and Kyrie just did everything. Like he don't get because he not only did he win the championship, he came back from 3-1.
1: Yeah. He did, that, but you can give him some credit, but most of the most of the credit <laughs> goes to LeBron and Kyrie.
2: Well, most of the credit goes to LeBron, you know, wrong. LeBron
1: you know, wherever he goes. But
2: I'm just saying, like, you was able to just tip your cap. Yeah, also,
1: LeBron and Kyrie came out and played historical basketball.
2: They no, they did, and they're going to. Like Anthony Davis and LeBron just did some historical shit too. Like they're going to do this because
0: both but y'all are I, right. I think both y'all are right right now, and I like I like this conversation. I, I just I, I just don't I just don't want
2: to like. I hate when like we're, we give a one person one thing and we don't. Like I'm not saying. So nothing. the
0: only thing I would say about that is like even though I remember watching the series, I don't know if I was watching attentively enough to really realize like oh okay they're doing this differently. And I know for sure yeah. with this this last championship, the Lakers were doing things differently exactly. every single day. That's I, would have to, I would have did. to rewatch the other series. But you see how you on. just said
2: that? I would accept that answer better than you just saying he don't get no credit. Like Derek is saying he like, he's talking as if he just watched it and he just saying you know instead of saying. Man, I, I don't, I don't know. You're saying you don't know. Derek is saying Ty Lue can't get no credit. That's just LeBron. But I'm gonna give Frank Vogel credit. If you don't know, then just say you don't know. But to say you can't give that man no credit at all is mind blowing to me. That's 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 ludicrous. You can't just say you're giving Frank Vogel credit. Oh, he did this and that. But oh, LeBron and Kyrie was historical, and that's just that. I, I gotta believe. I have to believe in my heart that somewhere there, Tyron Lue gets some credit. He I, has to three yeah, he, one he, in the finals against the like the, the greatest team ever. That was a team that won seventy three games. Like he has to get some credit, Derek. You can He, you, does. he has to,
3: bro. He does. But I, I, I see. And I'm not saying he it. has
2: to be the greatest coach, but I'm just saying like we just like backhanding him. I think just think that disrespectful.
3: I think also just it could be it was years ago when they played, but it could be part of the fact that I mean the Lakers they actually stood out. And maybe it's because they had the players on the roster to kind of do that. I mean, the Cla- the Cleveland Cavaliers—they just—they just play the same ball. It felt like on some nights it was either they had it or they didn't. But on this though, for for Frank Vogel, you could at least you could see the defensive adjustments that we're going to trap Damian Lillard. We're going to do this. We we've seen all that though. Like it actually stood I, out. I,
2: I I would I would I would bet you some money right now, any type of money, Mike. You go back and watch that final series, and maybe I'll just watch it a little more recent than than y'all have. But you will see some adjustments. You're going to see Tristan Thompson play that pick and roll a lot more different than, than he was previously in that series. You're going to see Kevin Love play a little bit more differently on a defensive end on that switch on Steph Curry. You're going to see some adjustments because you can't just win 3-1 and you're just saying LeBron pushes there because that team was historically. That's a 73-win team. If that was the case, they would have never got down 3-1. If we're being honest, like they didn't go down 3-1 and Steph Curry broke his ankle. And, like, that, it was a miracle. They went out and they beat him. I know Draymond had the suspension,
0: That's but, like, crazy.
2: they still went out. They, they hooped. They did their thing. And I think it comes from some adjustments being made. And then, yeah, majority of the credit is going to go to LeBron, even with this championship. I, I think I think keep that... thinking
0: about is that one graphic of him having, like, 45 and Kyrie having, like, 46, and mm-hmm. they just put it together. Like, I Damn. love when, they,
2: like, somebody do a song, a feature, get like, Drake was, and Future, and they'll be like, thought... this is Drake and Future on that song. <laughs> that, like, yeah, yeah, that was, was hooping. Oh, but no, I man. just feel like, like even like Kyrie taking a shot, like I just think that's a great call. Like just shit like that, like hey LeBron, we're gonna let Kyrie go over here and do his thing.
1: Like, but I think I'm that pretty sure, like we saw like one of the clips like in the huddle, like didn't LeBron like say like we gonna get Kyrie the ball. Yeah, Kyrie, that was
2: a LeBron was, call. He
1: was telling Kyrie like go get that motherfucker.
2: Yeah, that but was I mean Lou had Lou has <laughs> to double down on it. Lou has to double down, and just like we saw, David Black draw up a play where Jr. was gonna get it, and LeBron said, "No, motherfucker, I'm gonna hey, go we'll
3: get it. And all I don't think I don't think LeBron has to do. It. I think if LeBron says you can get that ball, Kyrie, yeah. it ain't nothing. Tyron look like, no, nah, I need you to. Yeah, take he's not gonna tell LeBron. No, he's not so, gonna tell LeBron. We, to take that shot. What
2: if we, What if there was already internal conversation before Kyrie got that, and they had already said, "Cool, that works." Boom, we gone.
3: I mean, there it is, but
2: like, in AD, that, AD, in that like, are we giving Frank Vogler the, the credit or we, or is LeBron getting the credit for that too? Like he, he told AD to take the shot. He didn't want the ball. So I think,
3: no, nah, LeBron, there was that play wasn't designed up for AD though.
2: It was LeBron but, LeBron, but LeBron didn't go for the He had, he didn't
0: go for the ball at all. I Nothing mean, about LeBron went for that ball.
3: That's because hey Ad said he looked at rondo and they hey, had a that. that, that I
0: mean, that mean LeBron get the credit, man. He was the he was oh, the. Hey, deciler. if we
2: give LeBron all the credit, then I, I'll take that. Then just Frank Vogel <laughs> get credit, Tyron Ludo. Yeah, Steve Kerr get credit, Tyron ludon Like I mean, that,
1: the, main, the main reason AD got that shot because
2: Mason Plumley literally ran to the. pro Shout mm-hmm. out to Mason Plumley because I don't know what I don't know. Hey. What we still don't it. know hey. to this
0: day. But I think the
2: Clippers, I, I think the Clippers do have a chance to be better. Um. Just because it's the second year with the team, so I think Lou comes in with an right. advantage. Y'all uh, seen the
3: news that uh, that came out? They were saying like Clippers. I think it was like Lou William, Patrick Beverly, Montrezl Hero.
2: That's they why I also tra- think they have a chance to be better. That's why I, I, ha- be-
3: I have it here if you want to know the exact
0: quote. Go ahead. Um, players like Patrick Beverly, Montrezl Harrell, and Lou William William Bristled <laughs> when Leonard was permitted to take <laughs> games off to manage his body and to live in San Diego, which means that he often was late for team flights. But I think Lou Williams came out said that was a li- that was a lie, so I, I don't, but obviously he was gonna say that.
1: Yeah, I
2: Google bristled for those that don't know what that means, and mm-hmm. it's reacted to angrily. Mm. Why talk. the reporters can't just say they reacted angrily or disgust? But
0: no, 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 that's a good thing because now you have a new word for your vocabulary too.
2: Sure. But I promise you, I probably won't use (laughs) bristle. I I probably I I won't. But I'm 70
0: years old. You gonna remember that word because of this? this All right,
2: when I'm 70, yeah, I probably I might be saying no cap though. (laughs) But um, when I heard that report, I was just like, bro, get them all out of here. Let them all all out of here. If if any of those guys really did have problems, let them all go. I don't I don't think they need those guys. When you have Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, I think you just start with that and you just build around. I don't think you need too much. Uh, I think they need some guard play. If the, as long as they hit that, make that a priority. I think they should be good. But like Lou Will, I love Lou Will. He's a pure bucket. But if he's not scoring, what is he really doing? He's not guarding nobody. Even yeah. when he is scoring, he's not really guarding nobody. Not a catch and shoot guy that can play off. So if he yeah. gets the balance, cool. Montrez Harrell, we saw moments when he was kind of unplayable. Kinda is the reason why Doc is looked at the way he is because Doc was putting his trust in him anyway. Let him go. He's going to be one of money's too. Let him go. Uh Marquee, uh Marcus Morris, I loved him with the Knicks, but I think his time with the Knicks got to his head. Like he was so used to being a guy in that moment that it was like it, it too, it was damn near who he was for a little minute. And that's why he called him a ball stopper. He can bounce too. So I, I I think those guys with these two players can be replaceable. Cause you Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, that's two dynamic wings. And if you just build around them, you still have like guys like Shamit. I like Jermichael Green. Um, you got Zubac. You just need
3: <clears> legs. So you just going all the way from the talent and going right to fit with this team? Who? You you talking about getting rid, talking about let Lou Wheel go, let Manchester Hill? Well, Montrez Hill, he might get just paid. Montrez
0: Hill legitimately will not be there next year. Yeah,
3: yeah. And I think that's
0: good.
3: I,
2: yeah. what I'm saying, Mike, is I'm saying like those guys can hoop. I'm not saying they can not hoop, but if they, if it's causing friction, then they should go. I'm not prioritizing. <laughs> nah, I, I, Lou they should expect
1: that Kawhi Leonard and Paul George are going to get superstar treatment. Like, that's, that's a no-brainer. Any team that they go to is going to get superstar treatment. Right. So, would you, would you, or...
0: so go ahead, so, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to put it to our perspective. I mean,
1: what superstar in the league isn't going to get superstar treatment if we're being completely honest.
0: So, I'm trying to – ah, fuck. How can I put this in perspective? Okay. So, your job, your ex-job, I, I don't know if you still work – do you still work at Pretillo's? I don't even know. Yeah. Okay. So, at Pretillo's, y'all signed the best burger maker in the world. One of The top top three burger maker in the world. Okay. Would you feel some type of way if he got to get off work two hours early or got to show up late for his shifts and still got paid the same amount?
1: No, because I do that. Okay. He's he you, the you best can, burger. How about <laughs> you, 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 you
0: the guy. How about you can but he can't. How would you feel?
1: I don't, I don't know. I don't really pay attention to what other people are getting, so I'm different. I really wouldn't care. I would just be worried about
3: myself and what. That's I'm a valid good. answer. No, no I mean, problem. but even even when we talked about load managing early, like in the middle of the season, we talked about that. Like, how does it feel? Just, just like your teammate gets these days off, and while you're still busting your ass on that court, and you still got to do all this. Yeah, I mean, but those are also key
1: pieces to why you're going to win a championship. You have to keep Kawhi and Paul George Potent, healthy in order for them to be legit attendants.
3: It, I mean, part of that it, is also, we look at them, they didn't have the chemistry issue, right?
2: The thing, Mike, that I'm agreeing with Derek on this is, like, they're grown, man, man. They know what the fuck is going on. Like, it, it, it is what it is, and it's a, it's going to be that way. If that's the case, then why are you okay with, with, with them making double the amount of money you make? Why, why aren't y'all all making the same? Oh, you know why? Because that's Kawhi Leonard. That's why you make $20 million less than him, because he's Kawhi Leonard. That's probably well, why... I- So I wonder how many
3: players. The bus left
2: without Quinn Cook. It ain't leaving without LeBron, (laughs) right?
0: But I wonder how many players think so much highly, so much more highly of themselves, right? I think that's another conversation. Where like maybe Lou will legitimately think like, "Oh snap, I'm just as important to this team as as Kawhi." Like I'm, he shouldn't, but some people actually think that way.
2: And if he does, is why I'm telling Mike what I told him. He can bounce. If you feel like that, <laughs> man, by all means, because you're right, KB, a lot of them, that's how they even got to the NBA, is to have that mindset, which is correct. And I'm I'm never gonna tell a person to not have that mindset, but he can take that mindset mindset elsewhere because we have a, a thing we're trying to do. The Clippers need to win a championship. They're like the Rock, like uh, um we can't five years from now talk about man, the Clippers was making a playoff. No, 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 no. They gonna have the same thing as the Rockets, where it was like, It was cool when they first made the playoffs, Live City, that was all nice and sexy. But shit, like we that after a while it was like, okay, we're used to the playoffs now. You have to win a championship, especially when you make the move they make. And if you got guys in a locker room that can't realize that Kawhi and Paul George are superior to them and gonna get like extra privileges, that's fine. And I don't have to be no hard feelings, cause like I said, I love Lou Will, but he just has to do that somewhere else because we have a goal. We can't afford to have Come on, man. These dudes is 30 years old. They've been around the league for a long time now. You know that the bus is going... To... Watch Earl Watson's Gilbert Arenas interview. He said a quote that John Wooden, the late great John Wooden from US- UCLA told him. He said he would have conversations with players and would let them know from day one, I love you all the same. But the bus... It ain't leaving without Kareem Abdul Jabbar. It ain't leaving without him. The bus will leave for your ass. I love you all the same, but that's just the reality of it. It's just the truth. Like, I like I don't like I I don't love him more than you, because they are like I love y'all all. all. But there's but you gotta understand (laughs) Lou Alcindor, he ain't being left behind, man. That's 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 Kareem. Like, come on now. Are we be like Phil Jackson? I'm sure Phil loved all those players. But Ron Harper, your ass will get left before Jordan if we just be honest. <laughs> and that's just the reality of it. And I think you have to know that. Um, and now, if it, if we're talking about Anthony Davis and LeBron, sure, then it's a problem. Like, I think it's some players probably where it could be like, hey, he's getting special privilege and motherfucker, I'm that nigga too. Then, hey, you got to let that be known. And if they ain't really willing to c- compensate you or do that how you want, then you bounce. And we see that all the time. Because I know damn well, if a motherfucker was telling me that I had to be on time for this podcast and nobody else had to be on time, all hell probably break loose.
3: And yeah, you know and I mean, I, I agree with you. So I, I agree with you, but I'm just saying, like, it, it's a difference though from like, obviously, the, the highest players are going to get that special treatment, but I think there's still a, a fine line, right? There's still like just a respect of your other players. It's like, you know, I still have to be accountable, you know? And part of the part of that yeah. article, and I don't know if it's you know 100% true, but it was like, Kawhi had just a chance. He could just come out of the game whenever he wanted, just like just that type of special treatment where I could see where frustrations frustrations can come from when that's that's supposed to be your quote unquote best player, your leader. Like he has to be the one that leads by example a lot of the time, too. But
1: I
2: think uh, it's not really it's just like when we get talent on the show. Like we we're there, we're going through things. Like when Spencer did what he came on the show, he just came whenever he wanted. Like we understand that that's supposed to
3: be he's a part of that team though. What do you mean, Spencer? Spencer, he, okay, that's not, fine. Not part of through the wire. But he's we were like, at
2: House of Highlights. There were certain things that was working for Omar that wouldn't work for us. None of us got offended about it. There were certain things he was going to be able to do, and we were we wasn't like, damn, why the hell Omar get to talk to uh, LeBron, uh, Steph Curry? Why ain't us? Because we we know, and that's why House of Highlights was able is able to flourish because we, we we didn't come in like, man,
0: that needs to be us. Cause it's nah.
2: like we understand. And that's why the Lakers worked. I think we that's understood. why
0: Now now it's different. That needs to be us.
2: No, without a doubt. But I'm just saying <laughs> when we first got there.
3: Like and that's why I, that's why I said that Lakers team, they understood. everybody on that team understood that. With the veterans they had, probably had like you see one. Somebody understood that? Yeah. I, so, I, I do. I like, think you see
2: why the Lakers,
1: the, the Clippers should understand that. I'm pretty sure the Bucks understand that Giannis is gonna get superstar
3: treatment. Steph Curry is gonna get superstar treatment. I'm not denying that there's gonna be superstar treatment. am talking know.
2: about like the legit, like this ain't this ain't even like, like you know what's another good one, like, for the Knicks, if Mitchell Robinson is getting superstar treatment, <laughs> I can understand why it's a, some friction there. If Zach yeah. Levine is just doing whatever the hell he wants, even Zach, he's superior to the team. But if he's just around that bitch doing any and everything, I'll be there. Uh, I'll be there in 35. I gotta go finish doing then I can understand the friction because it's like he's here. Yeah, he is the best player, but damn, he ain't even an all-star yet. He ain't, but look, Kawhi is like a two-time finals MVP. He's a champion. Like, there's a reason why he should have it. I'm not saying everybody should get it because they're the best on the team. But like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Nikola Vucevic on the Magic shouldn't just be around that bitch just, man, hell no, I ain't coming to practice tomorrow. <laughs> no, I don't <can> <laughs> But like, and I don't even think Kawhi is doing that. I just think it's some, a few special privileges. Yeah. yeah and that's what I said, we don't know that why. Like, that
3: man is like, man, I ain't sprinting today for practice. That's Joss. Like, <laughs>
2: right. doing Kawhi. <laughs> But you know, they, they think it's hard playing Kawhi. You know who got some real special privileges? LeBron. LeBron <laughs> probably got a whole different Gatorade flavor. Fuck are you talking <laughs> Like, they drinking. LeBron great.
1: make his
3: own substitution.
2: I ain't drinking great. Fuck out of there. Give me Fruit Punch. That's that
3: great for Lou I'd be mad as hell, bro. If I mean it's it's especially you as mad as hell as what? If, if I had a player I'd be like, you know what, get your ass out of the game and then the coach is gonna come be like, you know, you right, come up. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'ma be mad. I'ma be mad. Of course like, you
2: but you're gonna also hopefully that'll put a field under
1: your ass to be better. Oh no. I LeBron would did sure. that in the playoffs this year. Like he Frank Vogel put someone in the game and LeBron was like, Why'd you put him in? I can't remember it happened, but I can't remember what, who it was. But. I would just
2: make sure I do what I need. Because if you're playing with a person like LeBron, it, it's, all you have to do is really make the coin. <laughs> like, I would just make
3: sure. Danny. You.
2: you hear me? So, I think that was just a good conversation, though. No, it doesn't. was.
0: Uh, is there any other new? Oh, uh, Dave Yeager got hired to be an assistant for the 76ers. I like Dave Yeager a lot. So, mm-hmm. that's cool.
2: Yeah. Chauncey Billups is also on that staff with the Clippers. Yep. yep, so
0: a that's, lot of coaching stuff happening, which is good, which is good. Yeah, we
2: still have vacancies. With all that coaching, and still vacancies. And some
1: yeah, good names surprised. are off the John board. He didn't get a head coach job that he didn't oh. – well, at least he didn't go for. Him. Who? Chauncey. He interviewed oh, he for the, the Pacers. 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 Yeah, yeah, he interviewed for yeah. the Pacers.
2: So Pacers are still vacant. Pelicans are still vacant. And Houston. And Houston is vacant.
1: Yeah. And we but John Lucas up. emerged for Houston. Yep. Yeah. Who? John Lucas.
0: Oh, okay. Not Not the third, I don't think. That's his dad, though.
1: Yeah, uh, he, oh, was, he already, was on
0: the coaching staff for like Minnesota. If I think Who? He's John Lucas third? like he's he's coaching,
2: he, yeah, he went from Flair, yeah, so you're right. still nowhere. And man. John had already been with the Rockets establishment, so that would make sense why they would go there. He's already been there. Um, and then the Pelicans, I don't know what the Pelicans he doing.
0: played, John Lucas played for the Rockets, too.
1: I won't be surprised if Mike D'Antoni end up on the Pelicans.
2: I, I was thinking that, but like, won't you think it'd be done already? Everybody's like getting hired. Well who's else to come? who else would they be looking at? Let me just type in Pelican's coach. It popped up on Google before I could even type it in. That's the government they oh Jeff Van Gunny interview with the Rockets. Stan Van, Van Gunny, finalist for Pelicans job.
1: Jeff Van Gunny even got some interviews. Yeah?
2: I'll just say it both of them. Jeff oh, Van you Gun- did both?
1: Yeah.
0: And and oh snap, John Lucas the third. He's no longer an assistant, man. Uh, Brian Saunders got him out of there? I guess so,
2: man. I wanted yeah. to see Sam Cassell get shot, man.
3: Yeah. He's
2: going from uh, Philly. I wanted to see him get a shot somewhere. It,
3: it would definitely be interesting seeing Jeff Van Gundy get it begin. Just because, I mean, I, I've been listening to, like, he's been on TV for a while now just doing, like, and during his commentator, he does a lot of like, oh, this team should be doing this. Like he does a lot of like coaching type of commentating. So yeah. him putting that actual to the test and like with a new team and trying to get it all, I think it'll be pretty interesting to see. It's
2: been so long since he's coached too. Right. Last time coach coached was like T-Mac Yao Rockets. Mm-hmm. And, and, and then him. Billy Donovan's changing up his whole staff. Yeah, nobody's coming back, which is, which is understandable. I, I couldn't see myself getting a job and being like, I'll just, I'll stay with who y'all fired. I'll stay with his staff. Like, I probably do, would change my shit too. You yeah, know, you know what I mean. You, gotta, you know,
3: it's, it's got to be one person in there too that's like, man, I should have got that job. And he's just that little tension in there because. True. I know, I, I feel, yeah, I feel like a fresh slate. is probably the best way to do it. Man. I then like, I just think that NBA coaching, man, you got to get guys that
2: you're willing to willing to, to like go through that fire with, man. Like, you don't want to feel like, you don't want I, I personally wouldn't want to have to question somebody like. Man I, man, I knew I should have brought Mike with me. This motherfucker don't know nothing. You know what I mean? Like, I would rather just ride with who I trust and who's my guys. The, the same way like when losing. Like if you're coaching, you, you probably would rather lose with your best players than to have some guys out there that you don't really trust and you hoping they come with it. You probably be like, at least I, I know what I would have got from him. Mm-hmm. What you looking like that for, KB?
0: I'm going to say if somebody told you make that dog sneeze, what would you think they were telling you to do?
3: Make
0: Park. that dog sneeze. Part. I don't know. John Lucas sells shirts that say "Make that dog sneeze," and I I, I don't understand it. Maybe you
3: think it's too hard, and it's literally like they be making a dog sneeze. No, no, it has to no. be basketball related. No, that's, it's not that simple.
0: <laughs> no, it has to like, be basketball did, related.
3: How do they spell? It sounds dog? like an old head term. Is it DOG D-O, Just everything is spelled the. Because remember Coach Lobby was like, the worst thing you do is be called a dog. dog, Yeah. (laughs) Make that dog sneeze. We was all like, man, I thought it was cool to be called a dog.
0: Like, it has to be basketball related because he keeps uploading athletes wearing his shirt that say, make that dog sneeze. And I don't understand. it. I'm going to DM and ask him. He got 4,000 followers, so he's going to see the DM. (laughs) All right. Got it. I got it. Oh, you got got it? it?
2: <clears throat> At the age of three, my pops put a basketball on my hand and told me, make that dog sneeze, son. In elementary school, I had to carry around a tennis ball. Man, I used, it. I used to use that thing like a yo-yo. On a playground, I was hooping with 10 and 11 years old, 11 year olds, and I was two grades below, but it never stopped me from making that dog sneeze. High school, getting up at 5.30 in the morning just to make that dog sneeze. After school, that practice, you could catch me in the gym with everyone watching me make that dog sneeze. I get it now. The basketball, it. what you get?
0: Right, what you get? Because I'm still confused.
2: <laughs> I'm guessing that the sound of him dribbling it and working out, it sounds like the dog sneezing. What are you talking about,
3: Mike? I thought he was talking about he, he was hitting jumpers or something like that.
2: Division one college, you can catch me on TV weekly. Everyone watching me make that dog sneeze. Trip to the final four, all because in the final seconds, I made that dog sneeze. I've been overseas making that dog sneeze. D League, I rolled to the top because I can make that dog sneeze. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it all of a sudden, 10 years in NBA, all because I made that dog sneeze. Now you say that you're a shooter, will make that dog sneeze.
3: I, I thought it was shooting. I felt like it was someone like getting buckets. Like he was smacking that joint. Make that dog sneeze. You know, I, I, got that's read, read, that's I got to read. listen
0: to one of the dog. My dog sneezes. I make don't the remember. Dog what a dog sneeze. Sneeze the hottest
2: before. new saying of the year. If you're a hooper, make that dog sneeze. If you're no,
0: what sneeze. year was that posted? Because I ain't never heard that before. Hottest I'm new saying. I'm oh, Don't say, say 2020
2: GL3. Basketball. Well, we
0: 10 months into 2020. We just hearing it about it. So it can't <laughs> be. No you're a say. hooper.
2: You should know what that means. If not, ask somebody. Has <laughs> hashtag, hashtag, I promise you, that's all I'm saying
3: at the gym. That is all I'm saying at the gym.
0: You'd rather be making a dog sneeze next
2: week. <laughs> I Oh, yeah, let them boys know. We hope, oh, boy, I can't wait. But no
3: key, once that first contact, he was like, I put that ball in my, he put that ball in my hand, and he told me to make that dog sneeze, it just sounded like getting bugged. Buck- I thought oh. he was
2: saying.
0: If you ever heard the ball go through the net, make that noise, swish. it sounds exactly like a dog sneezing. That's, that's oh. what he's. that's like a literal quote from him.
3: Hmm.
2: Shout out to Mike, Mike, you was right.
3: Nah, sure. I, I gotta use that. Cause you know, gotta use that against Kyron when we playing 2K. You know, Kyron <laughs> be having all the sands. <laughs> <laughs> all right.
0: That's another great addition of Through the Wire Podcast. If you enjoyed it, be sure to leave a like. Rate us five stars on podcasts and platforms.
2: Y'all can also go to HOH Instagram and you can hit the text button if you want to contact us and you know have all of the, the updates on everything that's
1: going on and yeah peace peace out